Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Hey, here we are again. We're happy to welcome you to Second Half Now. This is, in fact, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Really important to us because uh, both Denise and I are in that age group, and there are so many things going on in our lives. And once we uh, get into the locker room at halftime, uh, there are some things that we need to talk about, and our coach wants to give us a rally, maybe change some plays, give us uh, some encouragement, incentive, and slap us on the rear and send us back out on the field or out on the um, on the court and say, go get them. So here we are. This is where we discuss the things that matter to us in the 50-plus generation. So hello, I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our lovely and talented co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And here we are again, Denise. Good to see you. Thank you. It's good to see you. We are here again. And we have a great show and a great guest. We're not going to reveal quite yet, but we do have a good word for the day, I think, probably. Well, this this is a word that applies to um, so much of the work that our guest does, and the word is compassion. Mm-hmm. And what I'm uh, really focusing in on today is how we show compassion in some of the most difficult circumstances that we can come up against. There's differences in opinion on how, what's the best way to help. So that's what our guest is going to, to help us out with today. But the bottom line is there are some folks in our society that really need some help. And I think based on our conversation before we started is that you might surprise us a little bit with your definition of compassion. So we want our listeners to tune in and, and keep listening because it's going to be it's going to be very significant when we get down to the real essence of what compassion truly is. Absolutely. And actually, it's not what I would have to say about it so much as what the Lord says about it or more to the point what we see in Scripture him do when he is, shall we say, hit by compassion. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we, what we want to emphasize is that, um, again, to, to say our vision statement again, it's kind of new. We've settled on this fairly recently. But what we want to accomplish is thriving boomers finding and fulfilling their calling. And so thank you for that word, that good word for today, compassion, because it definitely fits in. I cannot imagine a boomer that is thriving uh, that does not have compassion. Right. That has got to be a part of our life. So uh, the title for today's show is this, Hope and Opportunity, Essential Ingredients to a Successful Life. And so we do these shows every week uh, because that's our vision. That's what we want to see happening. And so if you're listening to this show, that is uh, that is our purpose. And we want you to take this in, take it personally, take it seriously, take it reverently, because uh, we have the five core topics that we talk about, and we have a guest uh, for each one. We rotate these around, and these are the things we deal with. These are the issues of our lives as boomers, and the five core topics are these. Number one, home and family. Number two, health and wellness. Number three, budget and finances. Number four, heart and soul. And number five, work and purpose. There's hardly anything that we're involved with or worried about or striving for or wanting 
that does not fit into one of those categories. So um, we have a, in our studio today someone who's going to be talking with us, and I'm going to put this under the category of home and family. The title again, Hope and Opportunity, Essential Ingredients to a Successful Life. Our special guest in studio today is Dennis Catmull. Among other things, he is the Executive Director of American School of Success, and he's got lots to tell about um, how maybe how to, how to find opportunities for compassion, and some of them are going to be closer than you might imagine. So, Dennis Catmull, American School of Success, welcome to Second Half Now. Thanks for coming in today. Well, thank you, Dan and Denise both. Um, and again, I too want to just just uh, follow up with Dan said. I'm glad for that to hear that word today that that you brought into the studio of compassion because really I think we're all by design. Um, we have we have a heart or have a desire to be compassionate, and some of us don't know quite how to. So I'm I'm just very grateful to be here today and be a, a guest on on your show. Um, so yeah, let's let's get going. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, one of the things, Dennis, that you have done over the last several years is to help adults acquire what they have been missing when they made other choices or circumstances didn't allow them to finish high school. And so uh, you started with the high school diploma program, and of late, uh, where the GED has been a little bit more essential for uh, for getting a job and for getting a government-insured student loan if you want to go back to school. But we're talking about kids who are you know, 18, 20, 25, even 30 that did not have high school completion. Could you give us, Dennis, in a nutshell, what it means when a person kind of wakes up, and I think you've given this description to a 20-year-old in in mom's basement eating uh, Doritos and playing video games, and he says, oh, my gosh, I guess I better get a life. Uh, But it's too late. You can't go back to high school. So tell us some of the barriers that are there. If a person, and you know these people, Mm -hmm. uh, if they don't have high school completion, what's their life situation like? Well, you know, when when that opportunity and that privilege has been bypassed, meaning Mm -hmm. for whatever reason you were not able to to graduate high school, um, you know, a lot of things happen. And I want to quickly identify, you know, it isn't just that 20-year-old, you know, this is our typical one that are sitting in the basement eating Doritos and playing video games that the parents are very patient with. However, you know, we have a lot of kids that um, don't graduate high school for uh, a multitude of, of reasons. And a lot of it, when you look at the statistics, it's it's actually heartbreaking. But when you realize that due to um, bullying and um, addiction and early pregnancies and family uh, dysfunction that keeps kids from going to school, um, you look at the the diversity in our schools, and depending on where you're going to school, if you're an outsider coming in, you can easily be discouraged and chased away. So when you look at the, the whole picture of of some people that don't uh, get the opportunity to, to reach that high school diploma, um, they fall into this category of, uh, you know, where do I go next? What do I do? Where, right. How am I going to get this? Right. So, again, um, you're right, Dan. There's, I've been in this long enough to, to identify that the majority of people we see are coming through uh, a transition of, of getting out of the hole, if you will. Of, of trans of transforming from homelessness or addiction or coming out of incarceration or waking up and for some people it is waking up and as you and I've talked about before it's and for some people that uh, got into life early got married uh, never finished their education 
all of a sudden they find themselves, you know, unmarried and without an education and have to reinvent themselves. And so the age group between, you know, your young teen or older teens into your, even to your early 40s, um, some people are having to rediscover that. So I talk about this opportunity, and um, if, if you just look at the education system today in the United States, um, it's, we're in a bad place uh, as a country. Um, the dropout rate is, is unbelievable. Um, you know, some of the statistics that we're seeing is that 8,000 kids a day in the U.S. will not complete high school graduation. They drop out. Class. They will drop out. Right. And, and put that in perspective. Those kids at some point over the next five or ten years become young adults and adults. And they're going to show up somewhere. And they're going to show up somewhere. Yeah, and, right. you know, we have to look at the opportunities here for them. And, you know, for some, they can't go back to high school. So the GED becomes their, their, their main resource to uh, that, that next step of opportunity. Um, so here they come. They're going, they're signing up for community colleges. They're identifying some testing centers around the state or excuse me some pre-testing centers around the state to get some self-study and some and some tutoring study and a lot of them aren't even able to accomplish that right well in fact uh, some of them are um how do i want to say in order to do some of the ged testing they need to be able to read and comprehend the question and so some of them struggle with that so let's go to i want to i want to make sure that our listeners are um challenge to be thinking about somebody in their circle of family and friends that might be um, living in that kind of a situation, whatever whatever manifestation we see. But do you know of anybody that does not have high school completion? And uh, if you look at their situation, that it might be a red flag, it might not. But think about that. And I'd, I'd like to go over to Denise as a, as a psychologist. Okay, I always turn to you because you're the doctor of psychology. <laughs> so Dr. Denise, what is it like for a person who has missed that opportunity? I mean, you know, when you when you drop out in high school, you know, it's just a lot of immaturity, probably. Absolutely. And if you had a 35-year-old mind, you probably wouldn't have made that choice. But they made the choice. It's over. It's done. So what does it feel like to come up against those barriers when you you don't have access? You can't get a student loan. You can't go to welder school or you can't go to community college or, you know, to a to a trade school. And what's it like to be, you know, stuck in that system emotionally? I, I just heard the word. I think the word you just use conveys so much information if you're looking at this situation from a psychologist and actually from a neurobiological perspective, mm-hmm. and that is the word stuck. Yeah. It mm. is not a healthy place right. to be whenever we're stuck. And so some of these young people, when they were in high school, they felt stuck while they were there. They were missing some skills. They were um, not having success in some ways, whether it's socially or academically. And so in those situations, they were feeling stuck, and now they're still stuck. And when we're stuck in a situation, if we feel that, our initial response is we we want to get out. We want to we want to fight this. We, right. we if we're in a trap, get me out of this trap. And so we can see some aggression, frustration, some anger when people feel trapped by their circumstance. But if you stay trapped long enough, we can't sustain that high energy fight mode. 
indefinitely. Right. And there reaches a point then when our bodies say, I'm not getting out of this trap. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to shut down. Well, and you I'm give just going to learn how to cope. Yeah. I'm going to figure out how to do what I need to do to get through today. And that's all right. I can take on, and maybe not even that. Right, and that's when they pop up in the system somewhere, either incarceration or crime or drug abuse or, you know, all the failures. And I just and I just think from a pastor's perspective, when I, I know that a person who is in this situation, Dennis, and you've seen many, many, many of them, they cannot have a a um, uh, a godly understanding of themselves and their own value where you try to tell them, you know, God loves you and he thinks you're precious and that you that he created you for a purpose. And I can imagine a person who is stuck, there's the word, Denise, can just feel, yeah, not me. God can't love me. So mm-hmm. so let's go on. So I, I just want our, our listeners to be able to visualize it and to think about somebody in their circle. It might be somebody, maybe not at work, but maybe in the neighborhood or in your extended family or somewhere. Well, you're absolutely right. And no matter who you are, no matter what you do, no matter no matter what your financial status is or your your faith status is, you know somebody. There's somebody within your family dynamic, that tree, there, there there's that breakdown. You right. know it within your church family, you know it within your work family, you know it within some of your friends. There is someone there that has struggled in this area or that mm-hmm. has fallen short of this area, that has gotten stuck. Right. And and I'm so glad you defined it the way you did, Denise, because when you are stuck in the mud and you keep spinning those wheels, you just keep digging yourself deeper and deeper. Deeper, right. And at some point, you run out of energy to even right. get out. That's right. And so, and and I love that because I think each one of us have probably experienced some sort of being stuck in our lives. You know, mm-hmm. we can't get past or get out of it. So along comes the opportunity to create a second chance for somebody. So, and I want to be very clear about what how our model works. And, you know, it's one thing to sign up for a class and go. And if you're 30 years old sitting in a classroom of 20 people and you've got 18-year-olds and 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds and you're just there getting unstuck and all of a sudden through the process and the progress of learning, you're not, you're not getting it. Things aren't sticking to your brain mm-hmm. like they should or that you wish they could. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you fail to move forward you become stuck again. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the piece and how we uh, introduce this to individuals, and, and again, we want to erase those, um, those barriers. We want to erase those obstacles that keep them from succeeding. So we create a one-on-one program that allows us to create a relationship with an individual that allows them to not have fear when they come mm-hmm. up against the wall right. and they can't answer the questions. Hey, I don't know how to divide fractions. I don't understand what that means or how to do this. Um, in a classroom of 15 to 20, um, others are moving f- uh, forward. They're not going to raise their hand. They're not going to raise their hand. Teacher, oh, I don't get gosh. it. No, in fact, all those old tapes that they've played forever, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at math. Right. That's correct. Right. And, and again, by creating a one-on-one and a relationship with somebody as a tutor, as a professional teacher as an educator you have to have the ability to love on people and to make sure that they are there knowing that they can be trusted and succeed so all along the way when people come up with that excuse Mm -hmm. i'm not good enough i've never been good at this i cannot do it that's the lie we have to Mm. erase the lie right when you're in relationship 
as a teacher in a classroom, you're not very well, not very able to just pull somebody aside and say, you know, lovingly, you know, that's not true. You got to keep going. You can't encourage them the way you can on a one-on-one basis. So we want to make sure that we are erasing the lie that they may have been forced to believe. And some of the people, Dennis, that you have worked with, mm-hmm. um, it's not only that they can't believe that God would would cherish them and think that they're of great value. Sometimes it's hard for us to see that in them, too. I want you to tell us about Velvet. Yeah. You know, I, I met this young woman, well, uh, a 30, 37, 38-year-old woman at a, um, at a recovery meeting that I was invited to uh, with my dear friend. And um, we were introduced as American School of Success, and if, and he said, if anybody needs their GED or diplomas, go see these guys. Well, we were instantly bombarded by several people going, mm-hmm. hey, I need my GED. Well, along comes this woman, and um, her physical appearance and everything about her made me think in my brain, there's just no way. She's not going to show up to our office. She's talking. She needs her GED. She's not going to show up. So we uh, spent um, that next week kind of collecting our thoughts and talking about the people we had just met. And um, I got a knock on the door one day at my office, and here come Velvet. And we're going to hear about Velvet and that first visit right after the break. Don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715.
Interest rates are still down, and that means the time to buy is right now. Let 24-7 Properties help you find the right house for your current needs. Jeff and his team, they take the time to get to know you and your unique situation to find the home that's just right for you. Search for available homes online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's talk about the type of property you are interested in purchasing. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503 508-3030. 780-3030. And we're back. We're going to hear about Velvet Nut first visit at the uh, Office of American School of Success right after. We give a heads up and a big thank you to our uh, partners and sponsors. You've heard three of them already. We want to add to that list Your Safe Money Solutions, Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial, Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors, Dream Trips, Portland City Acupuncture, The Next Phase Coaching, and Beaverton Family Chiropractic with Dan, Dr. Dan Miller and Maximize Living. So, Dennis, let's go back to your office. The door opens, and there is Velvet, and you didn't think that she would even show up. Tell us about that first meeting. Well, I'll just tell you, I was, I was totally surprised. And, and, and quite, I'm going to be quite honest with you uh, because I'm going to be um, setting myself out here a little bit and, and – to tell you how God used this to humble me mm. because you know my I've seen enough people in in my time and in my years of dealing with homeless people and being partners with different agencies and nonprofits that um, I don't quickly pass judgment but at this night when I met Velvet I'm thinking I'm hearing her story and other people's story and I just didn't think that she had in my mind the ability to follow through on what she was was telling us and so the day she walked in the office I was really excited and surprised and so we all sat down together in the conference room and uh, part of the intake process we go through is just to kind of hear people's story how they ended up where they ended up and um so as we sit down and greet each other, and, you know, she's uh, tired. She walked quite a ways, took a bus to get there. You know, she smells like a cigarette because she smoked so much, you know, and was out of breath. And so we all calmed down, and she started to tell her story. And as she started to unfold the layers, just these brief layers of her life, um, here's, a, here's a woman that has never completed one complete grade from one through eight eight or nine and I think after ninth grade she didn't even go to school anymore mm. her mother was a, a a drug user addicted drug user and a prostitute and had spent some time and so velvet really went from place to place home to home and agency mm-hmm. to agency so here we are in you know in this meeting you know as she starts to tell us her story and um I have to tell you um this is a, a lady that really followed in the footprints of her mother, created the same situation of being uh, addicted to drugs. And you could tell through uh, her physical features some of the things that she had done, right? Um, really lived the kind of the same life. It just repeated itself. Mm-hmm. She was incarcerated. She was in addiction. Mm-hmm. She was in recovery and back in addiction. And so here she is, 38 years old, without an education, you know, without much of a purpose, living in a in a transitional house, um, you know, getting ready to make some big decisions in her life. So as she began to tell her story, my heart began to be softened and break. I have a pretty soft heart anyway, but 
um, the tears began to flow. And my heart was broken for this journey that she had been on. So we just we just got there, and, and, and man, as she began to unfold and unlayer all this stuff, you know, I knew then we, we had to do whatever we could do to offer this young woman, this woman, this second chance opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so we began to lay out the program and the cost of the program. And her response to me is, I don't have that. I don't have the money. I, I can't afford it. And I said, well, I can't afford to give it for free because I have, you know, educators that are coming in on their time. And so let's figure it out. And let's do figure it out. Let's figure out how to tell Velvet's the rest of the story. We're going to have to go over to part two on the podcast in order to do that. Uh, but Dennis, for those who are listening on the radio, is there any uh, last minute thing before we go over to, to the podcast? Anything else that you want our radio listeners to hear? Uh, first of all, let's get, let's get your website, AmericanSchoolOfSuccess.com. Absolutely. Correct. Okay. And Denise, you wanted to say something? Well, what I want to make sure that that um, people hear, hear in this conversation and a good reason to come over to the other side and hear the podcast is that Dennis is demonstrating right in front of us the power of compassion. Mm. Because when, when compassion hits you, that's what it does. It hits you. It grabs hold of you. Is when, it's when you feel something in your very bones. I cannot just sit by and see this situation in front of me and not do something about it. That's compassion, and so on part two, we'll hear what compassion looks like exactly. through the American School of Success. And how this program works, how American School of Success uh, works. And Dennis has got involved with a number of other ways to uh, apply that compassion and those tools. But a uh, couple of programs that we have coming up, Larry Swayze is going to be in. Uh, he's, going, he's the head of the um, Skyview Horse Ranch, helping kids and youth find their way. Absolutely fantastic program. You don't want to miss that. Check our uh, podcasts or um, archive shows. Uh, uh, brain coach Brad is going to be back. He has a new book out called The Unworried Brain. That sounds kind of attractive. Uh, Achieve More is a subtitle. Achieve More, Stress Less, and Turn Worry into Action with Practical Brain Science. So uh, we're talking to Dennis Catmull of American School of Success in studio today with the topic Hope and Opportunity, Essential Ingredients to a Successful Life. And uh, I just got to say thank you, Dennis, for for being here. We're going to carry you over to part two. So people have to go to their device, their laptop, their uh, desktop, their tablet, their uh, their their tin cans with a wire in between, <laughs> whatever it takes to get that uh, podcast. You got to do it. Well, so. I'm in, I'm excited that, that I want to invite people to make sure they don't miss the podcast. Exactly. We're going to explain you to you some opportunities of how you can get involved if you're an educator and want to do some tutoring. Um, we'll be excited about having you follow us over so you hear the rest of this story. And keeping in mind people that, that God has put in your circle, family, friends, church, neighborhood, whatever it is. Absolutely. So we want to invite our listeners to tune in every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. at KKPZ 1330. If you're listening to the radio, you're already there. But if you're listening to this one on the podcast, then you need to know how to dial that one up. And then go to hear the rest around the clock and around the world, secondhalfnow.com. All the shows and more content, everything else. If you have questions, uh, you can always go to our website to uh, submit a uh, uh, contact form. Otherwise, you can go to, to um, americanschoolofsuccess.com. If you would like to have a um, CD of this show, Call the uh, station office 
242-1950. So I want to thank you for listening today. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Yeah, that's us, the 50-plus crowd. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. Let's continue our conversation with Dennis Catmull and American School of Success on part two on the on the uh, podcast, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Welcome to part two of Second Half Now. We are talking with Dennis Catmull, Executive Director of American School of Success. He is in studio. We are talking about a great story about Velvet, which really is sort of a kind of an example of what Dennis does and what this whole process can do to bring hope and opportunity to people who um, got to be 18 and 20 and 25 and 30, and Velvet was 37, I think, uh, Dennis, what you said, and yeah. um, and didn't finish high school. So the title for this show is Hope and Opportunity, Essential Ingredients to a Successful Life. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan, and uh, we're getting right back into it. This is the podcast. You cannot get this on the radio. Uh, all of our podcasts are available at secondhalfnow.com, where you just uh, have found this. So if you didn't hear part one, you got to go back and hear that, because it kind of lays the foundation and sets the story of the first part of, uh, of uh, Velvet, but then also the rest of what we've talked about with Dennis. So... Uh, Dennis, uh, again, want to welcome you to the studio, and thank you for coming in. Welcome to Second Half Now. Well, thank you, Dan and Denise, both for having me. I'm excited to continue the rest of the story, if you will, on Velvet. Um, you know, as you remember, we we left off sitting at the table and hearing Velvet's story as she kind of unpacked her life story before right. us, and it was pretty emotional. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, okay, it was very emotional. Mm -hmm. I was a a mess. I was an mm -hmm. emotional mess, and all I could really do at that point was uh, pass the, the Kleenex around and then just hug on her for a few minutes and, and just tell her how proud I am of her for making those steps to come through the store to speak with us. Absolutely. And so when we talked about the financial obligation, and, and it was apparent, you know, she was living in a, um, in a recovery house, if you will, and working a job and was dependent on transportation. So she didn't have a whole lot of money. But she was determined to move forward. So she opened up her purse and pulled out this little pink makeup bag and started pulling out loose change, you know, some coins, wow. some fives, some no tens, some twenties. And it was all she had to her name at that point. So as a good business person, you know, and it is important that people have, um, understand the value of what this education 
tool or this piece is to have skin in the game, if right. you will. Exactly. So as much as my heart broke and I wanted to just give this whole piece to her, I knew that we had to go through these steps. And for her to tell me that uh, having money is a temptation for her uh, because of her past and her history, having enough cash in her hand would be like having someone who is recovering from alcoholism carrying around a bottle of a booze or right. a pack of cigarettes if you've quit smoking it's that constant temptation and that was hers with the money and so again this became a little bit more than just a few dollars to help us get her or reach her objective their ged this is her treasure this is her treasure mm-hmm. so i knew she was serious when she was investing whatever she had left in her purse and from that point on, and we'll tell you, I'll tell you the details of that, but at that point on through the end of the, the process, every week she would come in and give what she had available to pay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we set up the program. We identified who the tutors would be to start working with her. We set up a schedule. And, re- and I want to remind you, this is not a class. This is a one-on-one. And it requires this individual to make a commitment and, I, and that's a strong word for some people. They have to be committed to self-study, first and foremost. You know, the tutor comes along to help over the speed bumps, help mm-hmm. you through the bumps. Mm-hmm. We're going to put this, this uh, material in front of you, these courses, and, you know, it's not easy. And I would be the first one to say that anybody that challenged me on this discussion and said the GED is, is uh, you know, a, a quick way to get your high school equivalency, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Because if you are past the point of return, meaning high school graduation, the GED is not a simple um, program anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. In fact, I would challenge yeah. most of our listeners probably couldn't pass the GED yeah. test as we know it today. You're absolutely right. In yeah. 2013, it changed after 30, 40 years of being yeah. kind of the same format mm-hmm. of books and pencils. It is now a fully digital format. And it's it's more current. It meets the criteria for Common Core and some of the other elements that, you know, that we're dealing with in today's time, right? Boy, that's just great updated information to have out there to know to know that that has happened in our country 40 years yeah it goes back to the wartime absolutely where soldiers were coming back and they were too old to go to high school so there had to be a way for them to show their academic credentials so they could have some kind of a completion and they could take that to the uh, to the job uh, site where uh, they they were applying and so if they had Mm -hmm. some kind of uh, affirmation of their academic ability Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, and, and th- there's some great stories around that because over the last few years, as I complete, complete the story of, of Velvet, I've met many other people that will tell me, and even educators, that are PhDs right now themselves that left were the same situation as Velvet, maybe not drugs and addiction and all that, but chose not to finish high school for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but later went back and pursued their, their dream and their ambitions to become who they are today. So that to be said, that are that are educators today, and and so when you hear those stories, uh, the people that used the GED to create that opportunity for them to open those doors of opportunity for them later on, then you know when they turned eighteen and graduated or didn't graduate high school, um, it's inspiring, mm-hmm. um, and they became they become the new. Um, Faces of what we are trying to to, right. to to share to the world out there, and a lot of people really do not understand the power of the GED, and, and especially of today's GED. So I want to I want to go back to the Velvet story. So at the time, um, you know, 
she would log on to the computer and she would have her study books and the tutors would come in and spend time with her. And she was sort of cross-pollinating, if you will. She was still utilizing an agency that was mandated through the courts for her that she could go down and get some study time and, and have some extra tutor time, but then would come back uh, in order to have, because it was not one-on-one where she was going, but when she came back to the office and met with the, the tutors, then she would have that one-on-one time where she would be encouraged and inspired and coached and high-fived and, you know, and and I've shared this with Dan, but the power I believe in in creating relationship with people and helping them believe in themselves mm-hmm. is the power of touch, um, is the power of prayer, is the power of affirmation when you're when someone is not believing in themselves. Right. So as we struggle along, and keep in mind, this is a young woman that has not completed one complete grade in her entire life. So here she is at 38 trying to get her brain to work. You know, um, that in the, to learn how to study, to learn how to mm-hmm. comprehend, to learn how to process, to learn how to just to be in the same room with somebody with reading the big words, right? Hey, what a lot of courage that took just to, to bring herself to the office and say, I don't know much. I hate math. You know, you know I know I'm going to have to pass that, too. And just to kind of submit all of that uh, to you, Dennis, and your team and somehow believe that maybe they'll find some value, some worth, and some some way to get her across the finish line. You're absolutely yeah, right. right. There, there was, I have to share the story when you brought up the math. Um, one day, it was her scheduled day, and she came in early. I heard the door open, and I'm thinking, why is, why is there somebody here so early? And I went down the hallway, and she's sitting in the conference room. Mm-hmm. And it was a hot summer day, and I said, what are you doing here? You're not scheduled to be here for another hour. And she... Uh, was crying and she was swearing and saying, I'm coming to quit. I, today starts math and there's no way I can ever do math. I've, I, I don't even know basic mathematics. Wow. So she was coming to quit before she even tried it. That's correct. She just knew what was coming. That's right. It was and the big was monster enough. that she was afraid of. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm sitting there with her and she's telling me this and pretty colorful in her conversation and comments. And I said, I just, now it's my turn. And I said, I just have to say this. I said, you got on a bus and you traveled nine miles to get here. You walked two blocks, dragging your suitcase behind you, climbed up two flights of stairs, huffing and puffing to sit down to tell me you were going to quit. You came a long way to prove something that I don't believe. So I'll tell you what I did. I let her, I let her share her fear with me. And I allowed her to say that. And I, and I began to tell her. You're believing the lie. You know, she was not, she was, did not profess her faith, with, her faith with me. I did not know that she was or was not a Christian. Um, I believe she believed in a higher power, but it was not Jesus Christ, right? right? It was mm-hmm. not God. And we, we talked, and I, and I asked her. You know, I talked about being sucked into believing the negative that she's always been dealt. And I asked to pray with her. And again, it was an emotional time. We prayed together. Now, I knew the tutors that she was going to be working with with math were, were faith girls. They're um, extremely talented, but they love the Lord so much. And I tell my tutors that, listen, what I want is you to not come in bearing your cross of your faith, who you are. What I want them to see is Jesus in you. Mm-hmm. So through the process, when they say to you, the student says to you, what is it about you that cares about me? That's your open opportunity to share your faith. Right. And to share your love and compassion for them, right. 
And so Velvet agreed that she would stay and go through the process. I said, just try. So I leave them alone. Within the hour, the tutor comes. I go back to my office. About an hour later, she knocks on my door, and she is overjoyed. And she is like, you're not going to believe this. I did math today. And guess what? I liked it. (laughs) Right? So what do you think? We celebrate that. We get up and we hug and high five and do a little dance. That's right. Mm. And and come back next week. We have a lot to do. Right. Got more math to love. So much exactly, more. right? Tame that dragon. So let's let's just fast forward. We go through all the case, all the courses and the study, and get her ready to test out. And by August, she had gone into a testing center, and she passed the GED. Wow! It was it was the most wonderful phone call I got. She was again overjoyed and excited and couldn't believe it, but she passed the GED. So you know. Here we go, and this relationship that mm-hmm. we had developed, you know, our our work was done, so to speak. You know, we, we ag- completed what we agreed to do. Mm-hmm. But one of the other pieces that we agreed to do is always stay available to all of our students. Everybody that goes through our program, we're always here for you. If you need a resource connection, if you need someone to talk to you, if you need direction, if you want whatever, we're always going to be here for you. If we don't know, we're going to find out because right. we want to be a resource beyond just this. Right. It's part of being in a relationship. In September of that summer, I got a text on my phone and it said, I owe you everything. I am registering today as a college student for the first time. Wow. You know, and Oh, that's so awesome. I'm telling you, right? <laughs> yeah. Community college, but she's got a mission. She's got her mindset. She's going to college. Thanks. Talk about hope and opportunity. Oh my gosh, it gets better, folks. Because she came, yeah. and I know she came in with neither. She had no hope and she had no opportunity that she that she knew. But because you met her at that gathering and she saw, well, I'm just going to try this. Right. And she, she wanted to quit after she saw the big monster of math coming <laughs> and so forth. <laughs> but here's, here's what I want to talk about, uh, about compassion. And for you, Dennis, to see... Maybe you didn't see a lot of evidence in her, but you knew that God is good and that he gives mm-hmm. everybody Amen. potential. He gives right. everybody a purpose. And you didn't buy the lie, and you wouldn't let her do it either. Right. That's correct. And so that's that's why this program is so, and this, this the approach that you have is so valuable. And I want our listeners, again, to think about somebody in your circle, your circle of friends or at church or in your family, who, for whatever reason, did not finish high school. And that's the main thing we're talking Mm -hmm. about here. There's all kinds of other ways to help people with compassion and so forth. But here we're talking about the being stuck uh, because you you didn't have high school completion. And so if you are thinking about somebody in your circle, uh, you got to give Dennis a call. Go to his website, AmericanSchoolOfSuccess.com, and there's some information there. There's uh, if or in fact, uh, I know we want to get to uh, you know those who would like to serve as tutors and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Want to finish the Velvet story, but I just right. want to lay it out there because you know we all know somebody who is struggling, and if it is for lack of uh, high school completion, this is this is the key. So and I'll I'll tell you that I've worked alongside of Dennis in this and uh, there is nobody that he has met how do I say that that he has not extended a hand of love and compassion to nobody. Mm-hmm. And you know what's really what's really amazing about this is one who is coming from the college arena when 
individuals whose family history is not to attend college, going to college becomes such a game changer, such an identity shift. Oh, yeah. It is really phenomenal. And so for Velvet to see herself as a college student, that is just huge in her life. And before we finish that Velvet story, I just want to say for Denise, when you were the director of the Career and Life Counseling Center at Warner Pacific, you had all kinds of students, and you probably saw that uh, light go on for some who said, oh, that's what I want to do, or that's what I want to be, or that's the class I want to take. That's the direction I want to go. So that's what's coming exactly. alive in Velvet. She exactly finally right. saw some some path to a, a reasonable life that she had probably lost all hope for. Right, so a place for her. Let's go back to that phone call, Dennis. She she says I enrolled in in college, and that was in August. Yeah. And you know I was and just her comment about how I changed her life, and I I kind of chuckled to myself, and I'm thinking I'm thinking back to the first day I met her. And how God humbled me in that because I, I'm looking at this. Just take a snapshot. I'm thinking this, no way. She's mm-hmm. not going to come see me and this isn't going to happen. And and you know what? And I shared with her what I my judgment. And again, mm-hmm. that's what I did. I judged her. And we mm-hmm. do that in mm-hmm. life. We do. Sometimes mm-hmm. not on purpose. It's just we, sometimes we keep it to ourselves. And, <laughs> and I didn't. But I shared with her what I thought and that I didn't think she would even come. And so... Again, she becomes very special to me. In in November, now mind you, she just had text in, in September as registering into community college here in Portland. In November on Thanksgiving Day, and I am not even lying, <laughs> I would just sat down to the dinner table and my phone went off. We're not supposed to have phones at the table, but I did. It's my house. Did you get in <laughs> trouble for that? I didn't. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because here come a text saying, I am so excited to tell you that I am on the dean's list. And guess what my favorite subject is? Wait a minute. We'll hear that right after the break. Don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. 
It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Life changes have happened and it's time to sell your house. That can be a difficult process when you've lived there for decades, especially under tragic circumstances like losing a spouse. 24-7 Properties takes the time to go over the details of your unique situation and understand your needs. We do what we can to maximize the value of your home. Learn online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 247 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030. 503-780-3030. We want to give a big thank you to our partners and sponsors, in addition to the ones we just heard. We have Your Safe Money Solutions, Media Marketing with Randy Sanford, Northwest Web Creation Company, Legal Shield and ID Shield, Eastside Printing, Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, KKPZ, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest, and Serving Our Neighbors. Lots of uh, moving parts there, lots of folks on the team. We just want to give a big shout out to them. Everybody that is a partner with us, we highly recommend them. We know and respect these people. They are our tried and trusted providers, so we we do recommend them uh, without reservation. So give them a call. Go to their website. uh, Get in touch with them. So Velvet calls you. You're sitting down to the uh, Thanksgiving dinner table right before you pray, Mm -hmm. and the phone rings, and it is Velvet. Well, and... If you've been following along up to this point, I, I, and most of you will probably figure it out, you know, she commented on being on the dean's list and that her favorite subject was math. That's yeah. that's just unbelievable. Yeah. You're like, come on. So to be on a dean's list, you have to maintain 4.0. Absolutely. And, you know, for someone who had wow. been out of the mix for a long, long time and lived a life mm-hmm. of, you know, just of sadness, really, to be at this point is tremendous. Well, the story gets better. The story gets better. Because of the relationship value that we place on each one of our students, it it makes no sense to sit down with somebody and start the process without knowing who they are, Mm -hmm. what this means to them, what do they want, where do they want to go, what did they envision before they were in turmoil, and so now they're trying to recover that. It's important for us to know how to teach them how to encourage them, how to love on them, how to pray for them. And that's part of this process. So, you know, here we are the next year, if you will. In the last year, um, Velvet went from community college to the university here in Portland, where she is majoring in psychology. She wants to go back and help those mm. that helped right. her. That's right. She continues to maintain 4.0 status. Wow. She wow. is an Way amazing human being. Yeah. Way to go. But let me tell you what happened out of this relationship with the two tutors that spent the time with her. Like I told you before in the previous segment, you know, these are both um, God-fearing women. They were raised and loved Jesus so much. And again, they weren't one to just pour their heart about Jesus on velvet because she wasn't that sponge. But they were able to see her lovingness and their kindness and how they treated her and respected her Mm -hmm. for who she was. And so what we found was um, the relationship went on beyond beyond the the course, beyond Mm -hmm. the GED. And this past summer, through um, invitations to Bible study and, you know, 
Velvet found the Lord. And guess what? I get invited to the baptism mm. in an outdoor oh. lake that was oh, just wow, moving. And so every day I see her on Facebook or whatever of her just talking about the joy in her life and how God has blessed her path. And when she reaches out to me publicly and privately, and again, I'm not the guy. I'm just the one that believed in her mm-hmm, and loved mm-hmm, her. And, mm-hmm. you know, to this day, I can't wait to see where she ends up because she's on a tremendous path. Nice. And again, none of this would have happened for her had it not been for the opportunity to bring us all together mm-hmm. and to have these remarkable tutors that not only know their stuff on the education side, but have a heart to serve and love. Right? Right. Absolutely. And that's the power. That's the compassion we talk about. That's exactly right. And that is what happens to people who have compassion poured into them. When they Mm. feel that love and when they see the power of that love and compassion in their own lives, changing them, turning them around, and they see and feel hope and confidence within their own selves rise up and and go on display, then they can't help it. They have to turn around and show somebody else how to do that same thing. And then you, Dennis, Mm. who just came alongside this person, I joke about it. I know the the terminology gets a little bit negative, but I I think of it as a good Ponzi scheme. (laughs) You get the credit. Right. Her life, her accomplishments, they splash over to you because you invested in her. What kind, What better reward? It truly is. A re, and, and again, I use that term often. What's the ROI? What's the return mm-hmm. on this investment? That's right. Not just her financial, but her commitment mm-hmm. to the program, mm-hmm. to our commitment to that individual. Right. Because you're right. This is that return. You know, we get to celebrate along with her. And I love the term alongside mm-hmm. because that's exactly what it is. One-on-one alongside those individuals to help them through the process. Right. As we talk about the vision for this radio show, and this is uh, why we had Dennis come in because it's so, such a powerful uh, example. And this exactly. is just one of many. Uh, and what I want to say is uh, what, when our vision is thriving boomers, finding and fulfilling their mm-hmm. calling, uh, I really want to encourage our listeners, whether it's uh, on the radio or on on a device or whatever, on a podcast, whatever it is, that you really can thrive if you determine to be a life changer. And I know you've used that term a lot, Absolutely. Dennis, uh, before uh, before this interview, but uh, because you were committed to being a life changer, and it wasn't that you had everything going for you and that you were just wanting to spread that. <laughs> you were willing to be a conduit. You were willing to be one who God could use. And God has given you repeated opportunities to to be that life changer. And one of the biggest things is to to believe in someone else's potential and to help mm-hmm. them believe it too. That's right. So folks that are listening, I want them to to really, again, take a look at the circle the circle of family, friends, church, neighborhood, and think about somebody that needs that kind of compassion and that kind of hope and that kind of opportunity. And if it's not obvious to you uh, what you can do, go to americanschoolofsuccess.com. Get a, is there a phone number on there for you, Dennis? There is a 1-800 number. There's also online as well. The 1-800 okay. number is 1-866-889-6889. That's 1-866-889-6889. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it really is. It's about unconditional love and commitment to go along with this. And I just want to say that uh, none of us has that within us. We, by Mm. human nature, are pretty selfish and self-centered and self-focused. But when God gets a hold of us, he gives us that power to be able to see other people in a way that he sees them. And that's so it can be unconditional. So back to Velvet, no matter what she was acting out, no matter what she looked like, no matter all the F-bombs that were in that conversation, (laughs) all of that, uh, God gave you, Dennis, the ability to love her unconditionally. And that's that's the story. When you take a before and Mm -hmm. after... And and I don't know if it shows up a lot of difference in a photograph, but if you were to say her situation and dig down a little bit and understand what she felt about herself and her, her future from day one and then how she feels now and through all of the steps along the way, powerful stuff. So uh, I just want to continue to say to our folks that if you want to be a thriving boomer, you want to be one who believes in other people and you know some tools, tools and tips, we say, for the life you want to live from Absolutely. now on. You can be a life changer. So we're going we're gonna to wrap it up here, but let's, uh, let's get a couple of things uh, from you, Dennis. And Denise, I'd like to hear from your perspective also about this whole concept of being a life changer, mm-hmm. being a conduit, being mm-hmm. one through whom God can flow amazing things beyond right. our capabilities. Right. So let's hear from Dennis. Well, I'm just going to say that, you know, we, we're all called. Whether we know what that is or not, we're right. all called, right? And if you're a parent or a grandparent, um, you know, or a kid, you know, we all have the ability to love or want love. Attention, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we get an opportunity for people in need. And, and again, this doesn't fit everybody. And we've sat down with a lot of people where this this may be not be their thing, but we get to work with people together to kind of find the right alternative for them, whatever it is they need. But as we talk about being life changers, life changers, um, I would tell you more than anything in the world, it isn't about um, meeting people. It isn't about it um, creating GED accomplishments for folks. It really is about being able to affect someone's life somehow. Right. And creating that and making sure that that message is clear to that individual. They get to go out and do the same thing. Mm -hmm. They get to be a life changer to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Maybe the people that love and support them, right? Um, Velvet is a primary example. And you're right, Dan, if you could do the before and after. um, And I tell Velvet every day, she, she is my rock star you know she is the the person i want to shout to the world about because of who she is and what she's accomplished i love her so much i truly Mm -hmm. do and i know that we'll be a part of each other's life for the rest of our lives we just you know i just know that and and that would have never happened had it Mm -hmm. not been for this tool that god put in front of us exactly and talk about Mm -hmm. return on investment Mm -hmm. so i know you've thought about this dennis but how many lives will be touched uh, in the concentric circles around Velvet's life. Yeah, absolutely right. There's you, the Ponzi you, scheme. You, yeah, you... <laughs> I'll give you a chance to say what... Uh, what you, was what the you, pyramid scheme. What same. you really want to say. <laughs> no, but I mean, seriously. So Velvet, uh, I'm just imagining that Velvet will be a life changer and those people will be life changers. And so right. it continues to multiply. Right. Because, you know, God saw fit to choose you and to use you, Dennis, mm. in that one situation. And here you are. And and I'll just say to our audience that um, 
that Dennis has gotten involved with other arenas in the field of education, even though he himself is not an educator, probably couldn't pass the GED test today. I'm not sure I could, <laughs> and I've got a doctorate degree. Um, but uh, but just being in the right place and following your calling. I mean, that's our vision, right, Denise? That's it is right. thriving boomers, finding and fulfilling their calling. Right. Mm. And so uh, we're going to wrap this up, but thank you very much again for coming in and telling about Velvet Story. And um, you can hear this podcast over and over again. You can get a CD. You can send a link. Let other people hear about it. Uh, so, Dennis, maybe you can put this show on your website, too, so people can oh, hear this. Oh, I would this. love to. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. So, Denise, neurobiologist, uh, doctor of psychology, what's going on in people's minds through this transition of mm. being, be, you know, maybe be, having their life change? And maybe not only are they going to make it, but they start to catch a glimpse of maybe they can be a life changer too. Absolutely. You know, the, the, what, what I keep thinking about is um, in Scripture when we read that God, that God turns things to good for those who love him. And trauma does this. This through the experience, experiences of resolving trauma is one of the ways in which you can see bad turn to good. And that process is, it's overwhelming. You know, those memories that Velvet has of all of her life, all of those things that happened, they're enough to shut a person down and to have no sense on their horizon that there's anything else. But when you have somebody come along beside you and tell you that is a lie, the power of hearing somebody else's words, somebody else looking you in the eye and telling you something very simple like, you are a human being worth being treated with dignity and respect. You get to have that because you're a human being. For somebody who has not experienced life that way, it's a shocker. (laughs) Yeah. It's a shocker. And the amount of of resolving of hurt and pain that can get set in motion by that it truly is unbelievable and it's and it's but it's yeah. god's design we are made for relationship we aren't meant to just come alongside somebody and say well here's what you do it's coming along it's being there it's abiding with them the way god abides with us he says i have come to dwell among you and that's then what we need to do for each other. And when we do that, the power is overwhelming. We can do for each other way more than what we can do for ourselves. Amen. That's a neurobiological truth. Mm. And that's a good way to conclude because not only can we have an aspiration to help somebody, but we can be a life changer. And I will make a notation for all of us that whenever we've had that opportunity to be in a life-changing situation with others, it's not us. That's it, right. Because yeah. as as Christ followers, as Bible believers, we believe that God flows in us and through us. Sometimes it stops long enough to bring us a blessing too, but it goes, it flows through us. And so I just want to encourage our listeners, uh, grab that vision of you being a life changer. Maybe it's somebody in your circle. Maybe it's somebody that you haven't met yet, but uh, a thriving boomer will be a life changer. And the thing about it is to bring us back to that sense of compassion, you'll know what God has in mind for you to do in terms of being that life changer because it will grab hold of you. It will make you feel like, 
I have to do something about this. And for you, Dennis, that something has been helping people get their GED so that they can move forward. But that's just because that's how God chose to turn you into a life changer. There's so many other ways, but the bottom line is you have to respond when, when you feel that sense of compassion in your system saying this situation has to change. Then you become a life changer when you let God use you to be that change. Exactly. Good words. Mm. That's a good way to end. That's our program for today. We want to encourage you to tune in on the radio because what you're hearing now is just a podcast on the Internet. Uh, So tune in to the radio, uh, KKPZ 1330, every Monday, 530 to 6 p.m. for the on-air portion. And then always go back to the podcast, secondhalfnow.com, around the clock and around the world. And again, the website for American School of Success is just put a .com after that, and you're there, americanschoolofsuccess.com. Dennis Catmull, Executive Director. So good to have you here in the studio. Thank you again for coming in today, Thank Dennis. Thank you so much. Thank you both very much. All right. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And we are saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you live a life that honors Him and blesses others. Let's meet again right here on our website or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m. on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.